we have a new NWA television champion, new NXT tag team champions, Jericho and MJF go Broadway, and we're bound for hell. I'm Chris the Heat Matthews. He's Garrett G. Money Mun, and he's the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the WrestleGeddon Podcast. And if it ain't white, it ain't right. One, two, is this on? Let me talk to you. A little bit of the bubbly. Oh, God. <laughs> Blame Garrett. Oh. <laughs> well, we're going to have to cricket that uh, sound bit right there. Oh, good Lord. Okay. So, <laughs> there's the meaning behind this. <laughs> we were off air before we started. We were talking about uh, the latest edition of Up, Up, Down, Down with game and every week the loser has to sing karaoke for a wwe theme song and this week they chose kerwin white's theme which started off if it ain't white it ain't right (laughs) (laughs) so that's where that came from (laughs) we're not racist in any way as we as i'm sure you know because we've discussed it numerous times I don't we know. Are big the, supporters the, of the Black Lives Matter the, movement. So. The, the guests that the, the guests that come in the store think we're all racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think between the three of us, we've all been called racist at least once <laughs> in the past week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord! Okay, <laughs> so there, so that that's that's where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh good lord okay <laughs> so aside from that what's going on not a whole lot well yeah not too much <sighs> Man, you guys are lively lively uh, bunch today huh? I mean, well i mean yeah. we could we could talk <laughs> we could talk about football uh titans are doing very well um, yeah, we're gonna kick. are gonna lose Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh this week. Sunday. So we're gonna kick their ass, Garrett. You said that wrong. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> gonna see which team won't go undefeated. I, I don't watch anything besides wrestling, so I don't care. <laughs> and that is fine. But how are your favorite wrestling I mean, football players? Goldberg, The Rock, Goldberg. I fucking hate Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Goldberg? You only like? <laughs> no, he likes Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. Gilbert fan over here. Especially when he brings out his costumes. So, Chris, who did it better? You cannot tell me. Gilbert did it better. You can't tell me that when you was in the sixth grade, you didn't draw a fucking barbed wire tattoo around your fucking arm. Well, like, one, I wasn't in sixth grade when Goldberg debuted. <laughs> it was like junior <laughs> high. 
But um, actually, I was when I was younger. Before you know, I knew any better. I was a Goldberg fan. Like I was a fan of the streak. I was a fan of all that stuff. But as I go back and watch it and see how terrible he actually was, like yeah, no. <laughs> I'm looking at my past self, be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you let Vince McMahon get in your head. He let you. How did Vince you- McMahon get in my head? He told you what what to what to root for and who to root for. Yeah, That's he told you what, he let you know he let you know what the good shit was. Well, um, considering at that time that Goldberg was in WCW, not WWE, didn't matter. Yeah, but you hate you hated Goldberg because of Vince McMahon. He uh, he made you hate him because like after uh, he bought out WCW, he was like, yeah, all the WCW guys suck. <laughs> then then how does that explain like my one of my favorite wrestlers being Shane Helms? Um because um Shane <laughs> Shane Helms um made a bigger name for herself in WWE as uh the Hurricane than he did in uh WCW as uh the count guy. But I was a fan of three count. <laughs> I was probably like the only one. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys aren't a losing end on that one. So. Uh, well, I know what <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that, that whole thing you guys aren't a losing end of. So. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, Goldberg sucks. So, yep. But is he better than All right. On more? that note. <laughs> no. No. I fucking love Shannon Moore. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Prince of Punk? Come on. Shannon Moore is awesome. I was so hyped when they brought him back in that like punk gimmick thing that he was doing. Mm-hmm. And they brought him with the ECW brand. Yeah. And then um but they released him and he continued doing it on um in uh TNA when they brought him in. And then he brought in like the whole like this whole thing, like the book of Dilly Gaff, which was freaking awesome. So <laughs> loved it. Okay. Um on that note, you go ahead and follow us on Instagram at WrestleGenPod with 2D, Twitter's WrestleGen Pod with one D, Facebook.com slash WrestleGen Pod with one D. Lots of cool stuff going on there. Um, Twitter is the main spot where you can vote for which show you like during the WrestleGen Wrestling Federation bookings. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and vote for whose show was better each and every week that we have that posted up there. Um, you can head over to redbubble.com slash people slash WrestleGen Podcast, buy some of our merch help support the show so that way we can uh, continue doing the show as my man Shane Helms says podcasts are free for you but they're not free to do so that's that's how it works so buy a shirt support the show rock your shirt promote the show it's all full circle yeah. 
Um, you can also head over to wrestlegettingpodcast.wordpress.com for some cool articles. We just started that, so we should have some. We'll have monthly articles up on there. I am working on an article for this month, which should be up here in the next probably a week or so. Um, that's gonna be pretty cool. I don't want to tell you guys what it is right now, but uh, once it drops, we'll let you know. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, let's see. You can follow our friends at the Run In Podcast, which is uh, Run In Pod on Instagram and Run In Podcast on Twitter. Chick Foley Show Instagram at Chick Foley and Chick Foley Show on Twitter. Uh, Cheap Heat and Cheap Pops, which is also the Wrestling with Reality Podcast. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at ch Heat Pops and Instagram at WWR Podcast. And one of my favorite accounts to follow. Because everybody knows I love me some Jimmy King. Uh, follow King will rule you on Twitter. And the King does retweet, baby. Nice. Jimmy King is awesome. I love that account. I like just dude just had this genius idea just to just to make a Twitter account and be Jimmy King. Like, I don't know who's behind it, but like really, like I need to send this dude some stickers or something. This guy's awesome. So yeah. Um, okay. Right. So, uh, our brutal match recommendation this week is a good one. It's uh, Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk from August twentieth, nineteen ninety five. This match I actually had on a King of the Death Match DVD that I have floating around somewhere. Um. So basically. Funk and Cactus Jack just rip each other apart in a ring surrounded by barbed wire, C4, the 82nd Airborne, and most other offensive weapons. Awesome. This match was freaking insane. So find it on YouTube. Um, this this match did take place in Japan because there's no way in hell that this was taking place in the yeah, U.S. It was, in, it was in Japan, <laughs> but... Uh... Like yeah. you probably like if you're you probably should be a little older to watch this. This is pretty gruesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, and if you have any existing heart conditions, um, pregnant, um, anemic, susceptible to seizures, anemic, <laughs> bulimic, um, anything like that, uh, yeah, it's definitely not for the faint at heart. These guys just completely destroyed each other. And it's funny how these guys, like, their they're feuds, like, all over the world, and they're, like, the best of friends. It's just freaking amazing. So. Oh, they don't hate each other? Nah, man. I'm breaking kayfabe right oh, now. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> nah, I knew they liked it. Oh, but it was so great. I knew they liked so. each other because when uh, uh, Mick Foley got through off the... Hell in the cell at the table in our last was it the last match or the match before that? Uh recommendations. Uh last week. Yeah. Yeah, last week. Yeah, uh Terry Funk was one of the guys that were trying to convince him not to go back in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you stupid fuck. <laughs> Come on, you don't know where you are. Terry Terry Funk. Terry Funk of all people was trying to get fully not to go back in the ring. You're talking about someone who retired 67 times and kept coming back. <laughs> it was like every week, Terry Funk, I'm retiring. I'm done. It, Two weeks later, yeah. it's Terry Funk. 
Terry Funk's back. You know, like I never was like a really big, huge fan of Terry Funk until after I watched the um, what's that documentary? Um, Is it all Beyond, Beyond the Mat? Yeah, Beyond the Mat. Yeah. 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 Then I was like, man, this dude's put it all out there. And that, Carl, is actually a great segue for documentaries into our new segment. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline, you may do so by dialing one 900 So, um, with that being said, with Carl's awesome segue there, Dark Side of the Ring is returning in 2021 with 14 new episodes. So they've gone, they went from like six to 10 to 14 episodes now for these three seasons. So the rumored, a um, couple of rumored episodes, uh, one's going to be about Grizzly Smith, um, which they've done interviews with his children, uh, Rock and Robin, Jake Roberts, and Sam Houston. And there'll be another episode about Brian Pillman, uh, which Eric Bischoff has been um, interviewed for as well. So I'm definitely looking forward to Dark Side of the Ring coming back. Yeah. I don't know. That Grizzly Smith one can be, probably be like a pretty dark episode. Oh, yeah. Going back to like stuff Jack Roberts was talking about on Beyond the Mat. Like, whoa. Definitely. But for the way they do these things, it's going to be really good. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got. Raw Underground was canceled, <laughs> which is why we got Dabakato and the Big Ninja um, on Raw now. And uh, those are Arturo Ruas, yep. or whatever that guy's name was. So I don't think, I think we kind of mentioned that in passing last week. I'm not 100% sure. But uh, let's see. Last bit of news we got here WWE announces a virtual meet and greet for Hell in the Cell. So you can pay $125 for a two-minute video chat with specific superstars and then have an option to buy exclusive signed merchandise. Wow. What's the number for the hotline? So, It'd probably be cheaper. Shit's only like $9.50. I saw this. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And my wife's like, what are you talking about? So I read it to her. She's like, oh, my God, that's some bullshit. It's like, you don't get an 8 by 10 I was like, no, you get nothing. Dude, like $125, they better show me their dick, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, walk that motherfucker out. Let me see it, daddy. <laughs> well, well let's just hope it's, it's a two-minute video chat. Let's just hope it's not any female wrestlers. I wouldn't want That's you to see the dicks. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There may be some females that have some dicks you don't know about. <laughs> you don't want to know about. Oh, good lord! But you, but you can download the video chat afterwards, so you can have it like forever, or at least until your computer crashes. In a minute after you get it, fix it. Yeah. Well, there's. <laughs> well, that that's my biggest thing. There's uh, ways around that now, Chris. You can um, 
cloud storage on like Google Photos and stuff. Yeah, I know that. Just man. <laughs> yeah. So with the like if you look at some of these other like the like Wizard World and um Supercon, like the way that they're the way that they do these virtual meet and greets mm-hmm. is you get like a signed eight by ten included with this stuff too. Yeah. So you pay for whoever you want to do like the virtual meet and greet with, and it includes a signed eight by ten at the very least. WWE is like, oh, you have an option to buy this merchandise. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So basically, you just you took your superstars off cameo to do this for $125, a two-minute video call. It's basically what it is. It's a cameo. Yeah. See, if it, so if it was me, I'd just be like, all right, here's my $125. Um, Triple H, let me see your butthole. You know, bend over, spread your feet. <laughs> Download that video. You know, put it on a loop so it's like six minutes long. And now you get, you know, prime uh, jerk material. You know. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> wow. Oh man. Wow. wow Who wow. you going with, Garrett? Triple hey. H. Triple H. He's a little uh, too old I'm... for you. <laughs> a little too old for. <laughs> uh, I think I'll save my hundred twenty-five dollars. I think I could uh, use it for something uh, better for me. You know. Mm. All right. Report the home. Oh man! <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> oh good lord okay <laughs> oh this is what we do folks this is what we do every day completely go off the rails yep <laughs> but it's for you guys as entertainment <laughs> we do this off the podcast too like we do that's what i'm saying yeah. but still <laughs> This is daily. <laughs> yeah, hundred twenty five dollars is what uh, Chris pays me and Garrett to be on the podcast. <laughs> yep, that's why you guys need to buy shirts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> buy a shirt. I'm like getting to be like Paul Heyman here. I'm behind on payments for these guys. (laughs) 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 They're going to unionize here in a minute. (laughs) All right. On that note, that's that's pretty much all I got for news. Let me do a uh, quick little roundup here. Make sure that's it. I don't know of anything else that's popped up. Uh, nope, that's it. All right, all right. That is it. All right, so we are uh, going to take a quick break here and we'll be back with our Get in the Ring segment. Talk a little bit of the weekly shows and we'll uh, preview 
what few matches we have announced for Hell in the Cell. And uh, we also got Bound for Glory this weekend, too. So talk a little bit of those. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's up, WrestleGeddon podcast fans? This is Rose with Bright Rose Events. Here to announce we have a new subscription box for all your tingling sensations. Check out www.cratejoy.com and research dates in a box. Even wrestling fans need love too. And so you can get your wrestle on with the one you love. Have a date night delivered to your house every month for you and that special someone. That's www.cratejoy.com. Searching dates in a box. same thing um so um i'm what I, I did you watch all that? no i didn't get a chance to watch nxc ah so they have so the garganos have a wheel and uh they're like practice spinning it to see what they might get <laughs> um the matches on here are pretty funny so there's uh a casket match a blindfold match a coal miners glove on a pole match Whatever the hell that is. Uh, a table uh, of ladders and, and I'm assuming scares match. It's the only other thing I could think that word could be. The uh, the coal miner's glove on a pole match was a legit like NWA type match. Got you. That's on there. Then there's uh, Trick or Street Fight. Uh, Weapons Wild. Uh, I'm assuming it's Shotzi's choice, not Shotzi's stupid choice. Uh, yeah. I mean, it says baller, baller, <laughs> like it, it says baller room brawl. That's what it says. Cranberry juice see. skateboard. Skateboard guy. You see that guy? He's <laughs> like M Dog 420 or something like that. Uh, Devil's board drinking. Ocean spray. <laughs> There's Devil's Playground, Buried Alive, Biker's Chain, and Chamber yeah, of Horrors. Yeah, it's on there too. Those are uh, all Garrett was just running down the matches on the uh, spin the wheel, make a deal thing. Oh, okay. One of them was the uh, coal miner's glove on a pole match. Oh, that's cool. I like that match. You know good and damn well, regardless of how this is spun, you know Candace is gonna get Shotzi's pick. Like they're gonna somehow rig it that way. It makes so much sense. Of course. Why not? <laughs> right. right now. Yeah. 
whatever. I think every match on the card should be have to spin the wheel, not just them, because I think it makes it better. Whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I think it's just you. Maybe. All right, let's get in. Uh, let's get in the ring. All right, let's uh run down some SmackDown here. Uh, I didn't watch SmackDown. You guys watch SmackDown, right? Mm. I know Carl watched SmackDown. I think I watched right. most of it. So, see, uh, Murphy finally turned on Rollins. Potentially, yeah. possibly. Mm-hmm. So, all right. We're pretty much wrong. Yep. SmackDown sucked. So, uh, everything. I think almost I, everything sucked this week. If we're going to honestly be honest here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Roman defeated Strowman. And then Bailey refused that, to sign her contract. With that terrible uh, submission hold. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, SmackDown, like, they're, they're beefing up SmackDown to be, like, the A show. But, like, when you move, like, half the freaking Raw fuse over to SmackDown, like, I don't want to watch that. Like, this is the same shit that we've been complaining about for the last three months. And you're just going to move it to a different show. Oh, and what yeah. what's crazy is they aired like this big uh, video about change. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the show, like change is inevitable, and yeah. Like I'm looking more. <laughs> I'm looking forward to watching Raw more now than I am SmackDown. So, like, well, mainly because they moved um, the Fiend and Alexa Bliss over to Raw to continue that storyline. But then they moved yeah. Kevin Owens to SmackDown, so like there goes that story arc, um, which I bitched about last week. I'm not going to bitch about it again this week. So, yeah, we got but, enough um, to bitch about. Yeah. So yeah, then Bailey refusing to sign her contract, and Sasha's like, "You're going to sign the contract one way or another." Like, can we just get the fucking match already? And yeah, and like, the hell myself. Like I still think they should have dragged it out. They they could have dragged that out to at least Survivor Series instead of doing Hell in the Cell. No, they could have did some sort of like big gimmick match at Survivor Series with the two of them. But we'll end up getting Team SmackDown versus Team Raw, led by the women's champions from each brand. Same thing with you know Team Raw versus SmackDown, led by the Universal and the WWE champions. Blah blah blah. Yep. Hopefully, hopefully they'll add NXT in there again this year, and then NXT can dominate again. But we'll see. Uh, Monday Night Raw. And the only uh, good thing on here. That? You forget the forget. Uh, the Roman Reigns, uh, Braun Strowman. No, I said Roman defeats that? Braun. Oh, did like you? Very, yeah, very briefly. Can we can we bitch about it a little bit then? Yeah, let's bitch about it. All right. Fucking so, Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, who who on earth uh, booked this fucking match? I uh, told Carl. Carl, we talked about Kevin. This. Not Kevin Dunn. Um, what's his face? Brother Love. Oh, uh, because it's like Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard booked this shit. <laughs> you want me to no. believe that? Carl, we talked about this. Vince gave me a call. He said, tell me the shittiest match you could think of between two big guys on the on both rosters. I told him what the match was. This is what he booked. 
He told me it was good shit. I told and him then it was garbage shit. Like, hey, guess what? He did it. It's like everybody tried to pretend like it was like a re- legit title match, and that. Oh man. Braun oh man, Brock can win a title, and we'll have no titles on Smite, on SmackDown. This is gonna suck. And the fucking pay per view will be ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Geniuses, man. I'm telling you, geniuses. At least nobody broke out to a Broadway show, too. Yeah. Oh my God. We will get into that. Holy shit. (laughs) Uh. Uh. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, Roman and. Braun, like just like just completely stupid, and it didn't stop there for Strowman because then we get into Monday Night Raw and we get Strowman versus Keith Lee. Um, the the, the new day the stuff head... on SmackDown was stupid too. The like them coming out and fucking circle jerking in the ring about how much they love and miss each other, and that they're still gonna be a new day, and it's like. Like, well, when you guys turn heel, no, we had a fucking goodbye match. Oh, good lord. But yeah, it's like trying to get John Strowman to turn heel. Right. It ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Keith Lee brought Strowman like a headbutt crotch shot. So Strowman gave Lee head. Basically. That's one way to put it. Just, just fucking stupid. Like that's the second week in a row they've completely ruined a match between the two of these guys. That could that could have been something pretty decent because you know we all know Keith Lee can go. Strowman is somewhat decent in certain matches, and with someone like Keith Lee, Strowman could probably be elevated a little bit, so at least look better than what he is. But. Like, that's how we end it, with a freaking low blow, and then Keith Lee comes back and low blow Strowman. Like, come on, man. Maybe that's what yeah, they're going to have uh, uh, in uh, the at Hell in a Cell. They'll have a – what's the that thing called? Where you kick each other in the nuts as hard as you can? Rochambeau. Number one contender, Rochambeau match. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. And here's where I should put in a uh, I'll kick you in the net. (laughs) I'll kick you in the net. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but in all honesty, that probably better than half the matches they got advertised already for this shit. <laughs> yeah, it would. Oh man. It'd definitely be better than Asuka versus Lana. Yeah. Who, which is who another match. There's a which is another match. Like Listen to me. Got- Again. Vince called me up. He said, hey, man, Oscar's been beating all these bitches all the time. I need another competitor. I said, eh, throw Lana in there. You've been putting through a table for the last four weeks. Let's uh, let's give her a title match. 
And then she gets put through a table for a fifth week in a row. <laughs> All right. So yeah. now let's stop, let's stop the bitching. Let's talk about what good happened on Raw. Which is the theme. Yes. So that that whole opening segment with Alexa Bliss in the ring. And then the fiend coming out and like, you know, they're just standing in the ring, just holding hands, and then retribution comes out. Like, and then they're just standing there. And then like Ali like puts his hand up, you know, to and then the lights go out. And then they start like, I got him, I got him, I got him. Get him, I got him, I got him. The lights come on, and they're like beating the shit out of each other. It's like some fucking like three stooges thing. <laughs> <laughs> Then the Hurt Business comes out. Then we get the uh, eight-man tag match with the Hurt Business and Retribution, uh, which Lashley makes T-Bar tap to the full Nelson. Love it. And then the lights lights go out again. Love it. Love it. This is is good shit right here. Anything with the Hurt Business is gold. I'm I'm just saying. But then you throw the Fiend in there, and it's like platinum. Yeah. (laughs) So lights go out, fiends on the apron, and just completely destroys the rest of retribution. Yeah, with the exception of me again. Whoever whoever wrote this shit up, whoever came up with this match, that's good shit. The, yeah, that's good <laughs> shit right there. Just book this guy. This guy needs to write all the matches. He needs to be head of creative. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Like so. So what I hope happens is um is they find um they find something some. Something to turn them into monsters, uh, retribution. That way, um, they're at least a legitimate monster team. So there's not like Ooh, this man. big enormous dude who is way the better theme. than way better than Bobby Lashley will ever be in his entire lifetime, and what? gets tapped out in like uh, two seconds. Uh, I'm not no. the biggest Bobby Lashley fan, but. I I wouldn't go that far. I think Lashley's better than Dijakovic. Mm, for sure. To each his own. For sure. Whatever. Do you honestly think do you think that if they didn't put him in retribution that Dijakovic coming up to the main roster as himself from NXT would succeed? No, because they don't know how to use anybody single competitor. My okay, here's a better question. This is the better scenario. Are you saying that if you replace uh, Bobby Lashley with with Dijakovic and all those Keith Lee matches, they would have been just as good? I disagree. Yeah, mostly. Keith Lee? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of Keith Lee. <laughs> oh, I agree. Bobby Lashley's had <laughs> some good matches. I mean, he's he's not like the best. Don't get me wrong, but for a big guy no. his size... Uh, he's not the best talker, but I mean, he's good. He had like his his last run in Impact before he left was actually pretty decent. You no, know, I mean they did some stupid shit like put every single title on him, like he was his own damn tag team partner for Christ's sake. He had no. uh, he had <laughs> good matches. He had good matches with your boy, um, uh, um, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Whatever in Impact. And impact. <laughs> impact. Yeah. Yeah, That's what got both of them back in WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. So yeah, but yeah, anything with that hurt business stuff and the fiend, that was just that was one of the best ways to kick off Raw. 
Uh, women's tag team title, Fatal Four Way. We're gonna get back to bitching here. Oh yeah. Why the fuck did they break up the Iconics? Just the pair painting up with Lacey. That was them. Did you see the botch that they had in their entrance? I think that was intentional. I don't think that was a botch. It was a botch. You're talking about where Lacey like spun in front of Peyton? I'm like, uh, once she took her little skirt thing off? No. So when they're, you know how Peyton, she does that thing on the, on the ropes? Yeah. Yeah, that's where Lacey spun in front of her right. and took her um, skirt thing off. It was supposed to, apparently, well, from what I read, it was a bodge, but I mean, I could see I it. Think, all, I, I could see it also it being storyline. Yeah, because Lacey needs to be center of attention. So, but they could be going into a uh, feud between Lacey and Peyton. Right. Like they could break down that way. So, which I wouldn't be against. I mean, it's more Peyton Royce on TV and nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, man, other than that, is. I don't know. Like, when they're just gonna pull the trigger and give the riot squad the titles? They're not, since it's only, since it's the only like legit women's tag team now. I mean, they're like, they're like a tag team in the fact that they have a name, but like all the like the last, I want to say like three or four matches they were in were kind of terrible. Uh, I guess I'm just biased because I like the riot squad. Um, like do you want to know? Like, do you want me to tell you a team who I really wish would actually go for the tag titles and win them? Mandy and Dana. Yes and no. Um, <laughs> Dakota and Raquel Gonzalez. That actually would be interesting. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. You think Raquel Gonzalez in the ring with Nia Jax? Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be in. I'd, I'm here for that. I could. I could roll with that. But then again, you'd have to give them some focus on NXT, which, God forbid, we do, since the women's tag belts are supposed to be defended across all three brands. Right. And that's happened what like three times since they introduced them. Which is funny because I think the three times it's happened is when Sasha and Bailey had it because they were the only ones that did it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I know the Iconics showed up on SmackDown, but they didn't, or on NXT, but they didn't defend the titles. They were just there. Right. So, yeah. So that was SmackDown, Raw, uh, NXT. NXT had some pretty decent matches on there. Um, We had Kushida defeat Velveteen Dream and Tommaso Ciampa in a triple threat match. That was a good match. Yep. And then. Which. We saw Austin Theory lose There's, twice. Yeah, then he said he was quitting. Yep. So, storyline quitting. <sighs> Some other stuff in there. Then uh, we saw uh, Undisputed Era get attacked backstage. And then we have uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorkin get added to the title match that Undisputed Era was supposed to be in. Since uh, Kyle O'Reilly declined to... Uh, challenge for the titles by himself. And then Pat McAfee returns and helps Oni and Birch win the titles. 
So there we go. Which new NXT tag team champions, which I'm kind of pissed about. So I don't like Pat McAfee, but like I was saying before we started the podcast, he at least gives the team of Oni and Birch some character. You don't like him because he's a yeah. planner, or you don't like him as a person? Or... <laughs> <laughs> what do you not like about him? I don't like him because you like him. That's really all that matters. Well, I'm just saying, you fucking always hating on fucking Bobby Lashley. Now it's fucking... Um, Pat McAfee, Darby Pat Allen. McAfee, Darby Allen. Uh, who else hey, do I hate? I, I will say, though, that his match with Adam Cole... Was very impressive. Right. So, like, it was more than what I was expecting him to do, and he's actually taking it seriously. So, I mean, I'll give him that. Like, he's taking it more seriously than Gronk was. Dude was afraid to take a dive off the stage, and you had to have like seventy-five-year-old Vince McMahon show him how to do it. We know, uh, bitch ass. We know Chris's favorite celebrity wrestler is Rodzilla. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love Dennis Rodman in the NWO. That is great. (laughs) I don't care. Dude, he even got an action figure out of that. He got two action figures out of that. (laughs) Three if you count the variant, because one had green hair and one had red hair. (laughs) Which I still need a Dennis Rodman. So if anybody's got a Dennis Rodman WCW Toy Biz figure they want to get rid of, shoot me a DM. (laughs) I need one for my my toy biz shelf. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't care. I fucking love Dennis Rodman in the NWO. That was great. <laughs> but um, yeah. But McAfee was very impressive in this match with Adam Cole. Like I said, so at least like it's you know he's taking it seriously. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think this is probably going to end up leading to a. Uh, at least a six-man tag match between um, Adam Cole and Strong and Fish and Birch, Oni, and Lorkin. Birch, Oni, Lorkin, and Pat McAfee at some point. Probably the next takeover because definitely not happening next week. Uh, let's see. So that's pretty much the biggest big spots on the NXT. Uh, let's go... Uh, Let's jump into our Hell in the Cell preview. Ooh. Is this it? That's that's all the matches that I found for the match card. It's so terrible. Remember back when yeah. Hell in the Cell was a match and not a pay-per-view? Not a pay-per-view? Yeah. Just like Money in the Bank and um, whatchamacallit? Whatever. Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Yep. That's one thing I miss. I miss like fucking like random ass pay per view names, you know, like Bad Blood. Yeah, like Bad Blood. No way out. Uh, In your house. That was literally what? I was thinking about. I was like, one of the one of the elimination chambers was on a No Way Out pay per view. It was where it started, maybe. Uh New Year's Revolution. Well, you're right. That's it. Was the first uh, elimination chamber. Because that's when Edge cashed in the uh, right against Cena. Uh, briefcase on Cena. Right. Yep, that's true. Was that the first one? I think so. I'm pretty sure it is. That's the one that had uh, that had uh, Carlito and Chris Masters in it. 
That was in the first elimination chamber. I'll say I thought like Shawn Michaels or somebody won the first elimination chamber. I don't know. I'm uh, hold up now. Let me see. Well, I know in the match you're talking about because Cena wins the chamber and then. Excuse me. Uh, nope, it was. It, it was actually November 17, 2002 at Survivor Series uh, 2002. So, uh, Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. Pulling up the rest of it. I just had to click the linky. Uh, Jericho versus Rob Van Dam versus Booker T versus Kane. Uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels. That was the, the first elimination chamber. And that was won by Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the first elimination chamber. The other one was the fourth one. That was won by John Cena. Yep. Yep. So, that was New Year's Revolution. It was the... Then you had the fifth one, which is the extreme elimination chamber at December to this member, which Vince just completely ruined. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had to put his hands in it and just we're gonna have we're gonna have Bobby Lashley win the title. Oh, no, so y'all are bad. Bobby Lashley fangirls. Y- y'all can't talk bad about Lashley. I like, I like Bobby, at that I like, point, I like Bobby Lashley. At that point, I was I was kind of a Lashley fan. So. I mean, I, like I said I wasn't. I, was I, I wouldn't say I was him, a but... fan. I was just I liked him. He was good. I didn't hate him. I didn't. I didn't like him on the ECW brand, but that's when he got that. We ended up getting that whole feud with um, Lashley and Umaga and. Um. Then we had like Vince getting his head shaved by Donald Trump, and yeah, good lord, okay, terrible shit, terrible shit. All right, so Hell in the Cell. That they really there has to be more matches that they've added here by now. This that is ridiculous. So we got Jeff Hardy taking on Elias. Is this going to be a normal match, or are they going to like up the stakes? Hopefully, it's a. It's probably going to be a normal hopefully match. Hopefully, it's a guitar on a pole match. Guitar on a pole. <laughs> I doubt that. I one, know. But... I'm just fucking. So the rumored matches on here too is Dominic versus Rollins versus Murphy. On uh, Owens versus Aleister Black are ones that have are rumored that might happen. Yeah. I can see those happening. Those these rumored matches like this usually end up being um on the show in some way, shape, or so form. The Dominique one is like a triple threat match. Yeah, a triple threat match. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, we'll go with what's officially been announced by WWE. Uh, it's like I said, Elias versus Jeff Hardy. There's been no type of stipulation added to this match at all. Um, but I, me personally, I'm going with Jeff. Just makes sense. Um, well, don't Elias have an album coming out? Elias does. 
uh, Monday, actually. Yeah, so maybe they'll give him the win so I can perform his album. I am going with Hiff. Oh, Hiffy. El Hiffy. <laughs> All right. It should be a pretty good match. Like, you got Jeff Hardy. Elias isn't bad in the ring. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I like Jeff be Hardy better as a wrestler and don't want him to lose, but I feel like they're going to give it to Elias. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got SmackDown Women's Championship. Hell in the Cell match. Bailey defending against Sasha. Um, I'm saying Bailey's going to retain just so we can drag this out another month. I think uh, Sasha wins. Uh, they'll drag it out, though, because she'll defend it against Bailey again. And lose it because Sasha never can hold a title after she wins it. <laughs> All right. So here's what's really going to happen Bailey's never going to sign the contract, so the match is never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in. There. Please do. Uh, no, you know Sasha's gonna. Bailey doesn't sign contract. Sasha's gonna end up beating the shit out of or uh, beating the shit out of her to make her sign it. Uh, I agree, though. I I really hope Bailey wins so they can kind of make it keep going. Or or they could or you know what they really could do? They could piss Carl off and they could like destroy the shit out of each other and, and the referee just call a match because they can't compete anymore. Oh, that yeah. would grind Carl's gears right there. It would. Yeah, because they learned their lesson the last time they did that. Yep. <laughs> that is for sure. But at least this time there won't be a stupid red light over the ring. Right. <laughs> it's bad enough the fucking uh, <laughs> Hell in a Cell is going to be red. Yeah. <sighs> terrible. This match I'm actually looking forward to because their match at the last pay-per-view was actually pretty decent. It was, it was, it was decent. It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Um, Universal Championship, Hell in a Cell, I quit match. Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. Oh, uh, I must definitely... Jay Uso is going to win this uh, like far. He's going to destroy Roman Reigns <laughs> and become uh, Trouble Chief. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> we all know who is going to win this match. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberg. Go ahead and say it, Carl. You know. Yeah, I mean. Because <laughs> yeah, Roman's got to Roman's got to defend that Survivor Series against Goldberg. See, so you know Goldberg can get his next title win. So what I don't get is like this whole I quit match in the Hell in the Cell. It's like, dude. That's a stupid stipulation to have a Hell in a Cell. Like, you want to do something yeah. innovative, have like a TLC match in the Hell in a Cell or something. Yeah. Fuck that. Bring back the triple cage from WCW. Yeah. Fuck. You want a real Hell in a Cell? Give me that. Fucking have a war games, you know? Two mm. rings. Well, we got we get war games. Of, we get war games with NXT, though. So. I think if they try to do that on the main roster, it's not going to be that great. Why not? Who are they going to put in it? They'll probably end up putting like fucking Retribution you in there. Pick teams like you pick teams. <laughs> Retribution versus Hurt Business. There you go. You didn't wrote it right there. <laughs> you can't have Hurt Business carry every match, though. 
No, that's true. Maybe the pain in the looks of bliss versus retribution. <laughs> oh man, that's great. So Garrett, you're picking Roman too? Uh yes. Yeah, okay. Uh let's see. Hopefully this is the end of McIntyre versus Orton. Uh WWE championship hell in the cell match. Uh I'm, I'm picking Orton again. I'm picking Orton again too. He's got to win at some point. <laughs> and it makes sense for him to win. Like, like this the edge... one match that he's like probably the best at. When's Edge coming back? Is he is he cleared to wrestle again? <laughs> oh man! All right, so that's Hell in the Cell. These couple of these matches actually look pretty decent, so it's gonna be one of those things. Like anytime I go into one of these pay per views, like I don't have high expectations for them anymore, and they end up being better. It's because like I set the bar so low for myself to watch these. It's they they, they end up being enjoyable. You know? It's like oh, what kind of shit are they gonna do this week? You know? Yeah. All right, so let's go from Hell in the Cell, and we go to rewind a little bit back to Wednesday night again. We got AEW Dynamite, uh, which started off the Eliminator tournament with uh, Kenny Omega just completely destroying Sonny Kiss. Like that match, his entrance was longer than the match was. Yes. And I'm still confused why there's two girls dancing with brooms. Like, I understand what the brooms are for, but why do we have to have two random girls dancing for Kenny's entrance? Uh, I'm always a fan of girls dancing. So. <laughs> like, I'm still, I'm, I just don't understand why they were there, though. But, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. So, Kenny Omega advances. Um, he'll be taking on Phoenix who defeated Pentagon, which was a really good match. Some great back-and-forth stuff between the two of them. Uh, Wardlow advanced, defeating Jungle Boy. And then Hangman Page advances as well, defeating Colt Boom Boom Cabana. So we'll get Wardlow and Page next week, as well as Omega and Phoenix. And we all know it's going to be Omega and Page in the finals, because that's... The only thing that makes sense out of this entire bracket. Absolutely. Yeah. Which ruined my predictions already. Starting off the bat. <laughs> I'll say it was ruined. The, I'll just say I'll it was it, ruined man. before any of the matches started. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, oh, what else we got? The uh, Young Bucks win the uh, number one contender tag team match. And a pretty solid fatal four-way. Yep. Which is pretty good. Yep. Uh the other thing with that too is like, does AEW Creative know what to do with Allie at all? Apparently no. <laughs> it's like, okay, so we're gonna bring her in. Uh she's basically gonna do nothing for a little bit. Oh, we just signed the butcher and the blade, which you know, she's married to the blade. So we're going to put her together with them. 
for a couple months that oh we're gonna drop that now we're gonna put her into a love interest angle with QT Marshall pair her up with Brandy as a tag team yeah we're pretty much done with that well, what will we do with Allie again oh let's put her back with the butcher and the blade oh AEW if it's not broke don't fix it like she was fine with the butcher and her blade to begin right. And she was really fine with Brandy. That was like one of the hottest tag teams. Like literally one of the <laughs> hottest tag teams. <laughs> Physically, one of the hottest tag teams. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Uh let's see. So that fatal four way tag team match, um, Alex Reynolds actually got knocked out. It was Alex Reynolds? Right? I think so, yeah. He got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. He he took a pretty. He got they, uh, yeah, he got deboed. Yeah, <laughs> he um took a move from private party, and they just like the move they landed wrong. And like, uh, I think it was um uh, I guess Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah, he like did like a leg drop around his head and like kind of hit more of like the top of his forehead area. And like his head just like slammed to the mat really hard. You could see it in the replay and knocked him the fuck out. Obviously, the blade ended up having to like pull yeah, his was... lifeless body over to the corner to tag him in. Yeah, it was it was pretty brutal. Yeah, it was so. bad. What the uh, the Bucks end up winning that? Uh, they're the new number one contenders. Finally, we're going to get the Bucks versus FTR, which is something that we've all been clamoring for for a while. Now. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's better it's coming in due time, you know, instead of just rushing it like first thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's literally like two of the best tag teams in the world. Um, finally locking up for the first time. And it's, it's great that we finally get to see this. But, um, yeah, AW, so uh, FCR comes to the ring and they offer the Bucks some beers. They knock them out of their hands. Then uh, Blanchard gets in the ring and, you know, has a chair and just takes one of them out with a chair and then just go from there. But yeah, that was uh, the, the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match was pretty good. Um, now we go to the, the what the fuck moment from AEW. Valerie, Valerie oh. I want a... Counts Porterhouse uh, with a baked potato, and I want it well done. Was it Val? I thought her name was Velma. Was it Velma? I don't know. Valerie, Velma. I, don't I think it was Velma. Who, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it was hilarious either way. Oh, good lord. It was stupidly hilarious. And then it just got progressively worse just... as it went on. So I'm just sitting there watching this and my my wife's out there, she's working, you know, she works from home, so she's she's in the living room too. And she looks up the TV, she's like, What the hell are you watching? I said, It's AEW. She's like, Why do they look like they're in a Broadway musical? I was like, because that's what they're doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that's kind of dumb. I was like, Yeah, but people love it. But if it was in WWE, they'd be shitting all over it right now. Yep. Oh. 
And the general consensus with that, as you scroll through Twitter, like the reactions for it, like people either loved it or they hated it. There was like no in between with us. What was your take on it? Oh, Oh, it was terrible. I. It was it was (laughs) terrible. It was just it was really cheesy, really corny. It's like when you're told that we're gonna give you an alternative to WWE, we're gonna revolutionize the wrestling business. We're going to focus more on the wrestling and less on the entertainment part. We're going to be wrestling centric. We're a wrestling company, not sports entertainment. And you give us this. It's sports entertainment. That's what you just gave us. But then again, when MJF was, was a little kid and he was on the Rosie O'Donnell show, he said he wanted to be an opera singing wrestler. That makes oh, so okay. much sense, doesn't it? I know. <sighs> yeah. So he got a chance to showcase his vocal stylings along with Jericho, who we all know Jericho can sing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Obviously. It's very, very random. So. I don't I really don't understand where they were going with that. <laughs> oh man. But that that was AEW. Um let's get into uh we'll get into impact. We'll save impact for last. Uh let's talk about UWN primetime main event, Zicky Dice defending the NWA television championship against the Black Pope Elijah Burke. This, this was a pretty solid match from what I saw. So I saw some highlights on YouTube. Um, I did not pay for the next set of you know episodes for this. But uh, Elijah Burke picked up the win and is the new NWA television champion. I know uh, Garrett is extremely pleased with that. Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not happy the Dice yeah, Man I'm not, lost. I'm not a big fan of the Pope. Um Nothing from Garrett. Garrett, you still there? I think we might have lost Garrett. Well, that's good because he should have been all over this by now. Dumbass take talking about he don't like Zicky Dice. Um, he probably called me <laughs> stupid for liking Zicky Dice and not liking the Pope. Like, no, oh, you don't like the Pope. He's so edgy. He's so cool. Except he's just a, a ripoff of Velveteen Dream. Wouldn't it be the other way around, though, with Velveteen oh, Dream yeah, being yeah, a ripoff yeah, yeah, of the Pope? Pope was out longer. Yeah. Yeah. Cheese and crackers. I was saying I'm so happy and fuck you, Carl. oh good lord (laughs) man 
I figured, I figured you were excited. Pope. That, uh, oh, yeah. That Pope won the was television I title. Damn right. Dude, you're not in anybody, that can, anybody that can beat that. <laughs> anybody that can beat that crap. So, so here's my thing with this, too. Since, you know, it's not a big secret that Dice had asked for his release. He's one of the ones that asked for his release during, the, you know, the at the start of COVID when NWA started making their changes. Well, they actually give it to him now that he's not the television champion. I don't know, but <coughs> if they do give it to him, that's, that's my thing. What do you do if he becomes the leader of retribution? We already have a leader. Yeah, but he's like the Supreme leader. Like the Supreme leader. The, he's the, the retribution's <laughs> exalted one. <laughs> oh man, I still would not be a fan of Retribution, but you know I'd still be a fan <laughs> of Zicky Dice. <laughs> but anywhere I think he'd fit better in AEW. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get into this one real quick. Uh, G1 Climax finished over the weekend. Uh, Kota Ibushi defeated Sonata in the finals. So, um. Abushi actually now has to defend his opportunity for the rest of the year, which is crazy. Like it's like a championship for them having this title shot. So if he's able to defend it until he will get his shot at the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom, which is uh, currently held by Naito, and Naito is still the um, IWGP Intercontinental Champion as well. As he had defeated uh, Evil to get those get those titles back. Good stuff there. Uh, Impact wait, Wrestling. Wait, wait, wait. So we'll wait. round out or get in the ring. One thing before. Impact. Um, what, what? We got. Uh, you, you forgot about Ring of Honor. I had Ring of Honor on here, but I couldn't right, find so anything. For this it. is all I didn't know. Uh, I looked it up. Uh, Tracy Williams beat Fred Yehi. EC3 talked about people he wants to face. Shane Taylor, accompanied by the soldiers of savagery, confronted him because they took exception to it because uh, he didn't mention their names. And the Briscoes walked by mm. and took exception to Taylor's comments. So we're probably going to get a triple th- or a six man tag out of that. And then six man. Josh Woods beat PJ Black. So we're going to get Jay Lethal versus Tracy Williams and then Jonathan Gresham versus Josh Woods, which we all know who's going to win that. So, yeah, there's your ring of honor. Nice. Quick and easy. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting Gresham and fucking. Lethal. Nice. So the pure tournament finals. <laughs> right. And Lethal. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's been brewing since they split them up as a tag team. So. But, but aren't they tag champs? Yeah. That's happening. Uh, I thought no. they were. I'm pretty sure they so. are. I'm the Ring of Honor. I don't think they are anymore. Are you sure it's not the Briscoes? Uh-uh. I'm pretty sure it's them. Because I think because I remember uh, Lethal when he comes to the ring has a title. Oh yeah, nope. Yep, you are correct. And Lethal and Gresham are the right. current tag team champions. The Marina. 
Nice. You know, I know this sounds like. That was the, they That's defeated the Briscoes in uh, December of last year. So, yep. All right. It's rock and roll. All right. Let's round out here before uh, Anchor decides to boot us off for being too, too long. Uh, so there was a five way match um, again this week. Hernandez wins to earn the number 20 spot in the call your shot gauntlet at Bound for Glory. Uh, Rosemary defeats Havoc. Um, so with that stipulation was Havoc had to give her blessing for Rosemary to resurrect James Mitchell from the undead realm. Uh, Sammy Callahan defeats Eddie Edwards with an assist from Ken Shamrock. And the Good Brothers versus the North ends in a no contest. And there's a bunch of stuff in there setting up some matches for Bound for Glory. Um, I'm just going to run through the match card real quick for Bound for Glory. We don't have to do like predictions or anything on that. Um, since I think I'm the only one that really watches Impact. Uh, let's see. We had the we got the call of your shot gauntlet. Uh, Rhino will be entered in at number one. Hernandez is in at number 20. So you also have Heath, Tommy Dreamer, Brian Myers, Cody Diener, Cousin Jake, Johnny Swinger, Alicia Edwards, Tennille Dashwood, plus 10 more competitors that have not been named yet. Um, if Heath or Rhino win, then Heath will finally get his contract with Impact. If they don't win, Heath has no more opportunities, and Rhino is done with his contract for Impact. So Heath, Heath is uh, winning? We also got Ken Shamrock versus Heath or Rhino is winning, one of them. Yep. And then they get to uh, pretty much pick their what title they want to go for. So it's kind of like a money in the bank thing, but like any title – any title gotcha. opportunity. Uh, we got Ken Shamrock versus Eddie Edwards. Uh, EC3 versus Moose at an undisclosed location. Uh, X-Division Championship Scramble with Rohit Raju versus Jordan Grace versus Willie Mack versus Chris Bay versus TJP versus Trey Miguel. That should be a pretty awesome match. Um, I'm pulling for Jordan Grace to pick up the win on that. Uh, tag team championships, the Motor City Machine Guns versus the Good Brothers versus the North versus Ace Austin and Madman Fulton. Uh, Good Brothers are going to pick up their first impact tag team championship win on that one. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Kylie Ray for the Knockouts Championship and your World Championship match, Eric Young versus Rich, Rich Swan, Swan. For the win. Oh, Rich Swan. I think Eric I Young's so. going to retain on that one, but. Uh, Bound for Glory will be Saturday night. And then, of course, we got NXT, or not NXT, Hell in the Cell on Sunday. So we got a couple events there to look forward to this weekend. If you've got nothing else to do. I'll be working. Uh, I will be, too. Will be. Fortunately, I uh, asked to close you. this weekend. Yeah. You'll, uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, got some stuff I wanted to take the kids to this weekend, so I asked if I could close. Woohoo! All right, so that is our Get in the Ring segment. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our some points of articulation news, the uh, WrestleGeddon Wrestling Federation, and our theme of the week. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
back. Uh, let's hit you with some points of articulation. Uh, Super 7 announces the IWE World Series 1971 Andre the Giant Ultimate figure. Uh, this figure actually looks pretty sweet. Um, shared a couple of pictures on Instagram, retweets from Super 7, or not Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it includes interchangeable heads, hands, and comes with a beer can. Will also come with a cloth robe and a sash. Pretty sweet looking figure on that. Super 7 knocks out the park with their figures. Um, speaking of not knocking it out of the park, Figures Toy Company finally releases a limited run of their, fa- their Francine figure, uh, which is limited to 100. So if you're a fan of terrible face sculpts and shitty figures overall, you can go ahead and order that from Figures Toy Company. Um, with that said, we are officially blocked on Twitter by Figures Toy Company. <laughs> I'm sure we are. <laughs> yep. And it just happened recently with all the shit I was talking about their Francine figure. I even found a picture of Francine in the outfit that this figure is supposed to be based off of side by side. And the face looks like shit. You're charging people $25 a figure like minimum and you can't hire decent sculptors. So, but figures toy company apparently can't take any criticism. So instead of addressing and improving on their product, they just block people. I had a few other people comment on there like, oh, they blocked us for talking shit about their figures. So be careful. They might do the same to you. Ten minutes later, I click on their page. I'm blocked. Well, you know what? <laughs> Fuck, man. Damn. How about that? The figures are terrible. Like, if you, you get a couple minutes, Google figures toy company Brian Cage. A worst looking figure and you'll take a ever look see. At you said Figures Toy Company. Figures Toy Company. Brian Cage. Brian Cage. That figure is absolutely atrocious. I mean, Brian Cage is absolutely atrocious. But... <laughs> yeah, but when you see this figure and like, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> it's supposed to be Brian Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Like one, it's like it's like they use like the same mold for every single person because the Kurt Hawkins figure that they put out looks just as jacked as the Brian Cage one. It's supposed to be Brian Cage. Same thing with the Chuck Taylor. It's supposed to be Brian Cage. Wow. Yeah. Shitty ass figure. There's a Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor looks like shit. The Brian Myers looks like shit. Like the only figure that I've seen from them that I've actually would consider buying is their demon figure. Demon yeah. How, yeah. how tall is it? Six inches. Six inches. Mm. Well, even their Tomatonga, who has face paint on, looks like crap. I was gonna say maybe like you know this the Brian Cage one would be pretty cool. Like if you had like a Barbie collection, you could have them date one of the Barbies. <laughs> you know, oh man, go around in that Barbie Camaro with Barbie looking, yeah, looking chic. Well, the thing that kills me, like, 
Figures Toy Company has like other toy lines. Like they do Kiss, they've got Scooby Doo, they do like a whole run of like Batman 66, like a whole bunch of other lines, but they don't look bad. It's just the wrestling figures look like shit. Where do they sell them at? Big Lot? They, they, you have to get them from um, Figures Toy from their oh. website. Oh. Looks like, like you know how like, yeah. like uh, Family Dollar has like a ripoffs of like actual wrestling or action figures. So they have like Superb Man instead of Superman and Spider Guy instead of Spider Man stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like uh, looks like that. Like it would be like the. Like a Black Friday deal at Big Lots or something. Yeah, so it's um wrestlingsuperstore.com. That Coco Cabana one is pretty nice, though. Yeah. There's a few that are actually decent, but for like the most part, some of them, like the face sculpts are just really yeah. bad. Like the Trent Beretta one looks like shit. The, yeah, the the, like, what are you the reason doing? why I like uh, uh, the Boom Boom Cabana one because it doesn't look like uh, Colt Cabana, but it looks like this uh, guy that I used to work <laughs> with named uh, Big Sal. Shout out to Big Sal. <laughs> so here's this. This is the pricing. So for the early bird variant of Francine, it's forty dollars. Which Francine? Are we talking about ECW Francine? 40- ECW Francine. Why are they making an ECW Francine toy? Because they have a, a Legends of Wrestling line. Like, so it's pretty much figures that WWE is not going to make. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's it's cool that the guys that that people like Francine and Chris Candido, because Candido was the one that they just released before Francine. It's cool that they're getting figures. Like, I no hate for that at all. But why not go to a company that actually is going to do your figure justice instead of someone like these guys? Why not strike up a deal with freaking um, Super 7 or Boss Fight Studios? Like we talked about it last week, their Taya figure compared to the one that Boss Fight is putting out is like garbage. <laughs> And then the uh, somebody had said the the moose figure is basically they um uh, they took someone's head sculpt and just um like gave him like black skin tone. Can't remember who it was. Yeah, but yeah, It's like some of these are just really bad. Like if you want an ACH figure, there's one on here. This uh get your Francine figure and just have uh your Raven figure put her in a power driver and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the Shane Douglas is so bad too. There's a blue meanie. The blue meanie actually looks pretty good. Uh, there's there's a couple, a few on here that actually don't look bad, but like the Francine looks terrible, like the Chris Candido looks bad. It's just, oh, man, it's so bad. I don't know why anybody would spend money on those, especially the prices that they're charging. How much are they charging? How Definitely much are they charging? Thirty dollars for a regular release mm-hmm. figure. 
And then if it's a, a variant, like early bird, like the Francine and Chris Candido's mm-hmm. are 40 bucks. They get, and they only did a hundred. They only made a hundred. Yes, I'm eight by 10 too. Candido. Oh. No. Oh. There is a autographed uh, Kiss Demon one for $50. Who autographed it? Oh, he, he did. did. Yeah, it's not Gene Simmons, but uh, Dale Torborg, who who did the Demon. Get yeah, a uh, autographed Blue Meanie figure for forty bucks. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the figure toy company they can go to hell. They can go to hell. <laughs> uh, we got WWE figure news. We got releases finally for the Wreck and Slam cycle. We've got a red bike that comes with Drew McIntyre, which I don't understand that one at all. And then there's a uh, black bike that comes with the other right. Yeah, that way you can go. You keep rolling, 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 rolling. It's like a motorcycle <laughs> that comes with it. Yeah, it's a bad because yeah, motorcycle. <laughs> so it breaks into nine pieces. So you get to. Because it's supposed to be like one of the things that you can like destroy. Put it uh, together like one of the those BMX bikes back in the day. Nah, it's kind of you remember the Crash Dummies mm-hmm. boy line. It's kind of like that where you can where it breaks uh-huh. apart. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it takes over a wreck the bike or something. Besides that one time, where it I, no. Maybe. I don't know. Or that, you know, the time Ric Flair pulled a random pipe off of a motorcycle <laughs> that was like duct taped on there. Awesome. Oh, uh, let's see. We got Tatanka was revealed for the final figure for Legend Series 9. Uh, he'll be actually in his long tights instead of the uh, traditional um, shorter tights that he usually wore. And then we've got the Championship Showdown 2 packs. Uh, which will come with side plates for the new WWE Kids title. And those will also double as figure stands. That's nice. So we got Roman versus Finn, Alexa versus Sasha, and Undertaker versus Jeff That'd Hardy. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty, they look pretty cool. Like the, um, like the side plate figure stands look pretty yeah, awesome. I bet they do. They're going to have like, their, uh, like the Superstars logo on them like they do, like the side plates yeah. do. So it's pretty cool. Oh, what else? Yeah, so that's pretty much it for figure news. We lost Carl, so I'm not sure where. I could tell I could tell you a funny to. story to take up the time to wait for Carl. So I was going through. Uh, I have a, a book of of baby pictures, and I found my. Uh, it's relevant to wrestling. I found there's a picture in there of like my old school like. Uh, beat up, what are those things were called? Those beat up freaking soft plushy things of like NWO Hulk Hogan and I can't remember what the other one was. All the, well, those ones were uh, fashion brawlers. I had both, I had two of them. <laughs> awesome. Gene Simmons Love Doll is back. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> right, just in time, Carl. We weren't finished the uh, the POA, so it's Good time morning. to uh, get into week week three of the uh, 
Russell Geddon Wrestling Federation, uh, which is sponsored by the Daily That's the Daily Such a one stop shop for all your cool gadgets and workout gear. Uh, as of right now, there is a 50% off site wide promo and free shipping on all orders over $100. So swing by the Daily and get your fix on some workout gear and some cool gadgets, like some headphones and stuff like that. They've got some Christmas ornaments on there, too. So if you're looking for some new stuff to hang on your tree, go ahead and check that out. So dailyshopstop.com. Word. That's some cool stuff on there. I'm, I'm a fat ass. I don't work out. So um, some of the uh, electronic stuff on there look pretty, yeah. pretty nifty and pretty decently priced. <clears throat> not too bad all right so let's get into the voting results for week two um carl i did have this up there for five days so <laughs> it wasn't 24 hours i remembered to change the time we all ended up with two wow. votes each three-way tie no three-way tie so that brings the totals for the first two weeks um heat wave my show is at five total votes. Money Shot is at four. And Saturday Night Special is at four. So, yeah. There we go. As long as uh, Garrett's girlfriend keeps voting for me, that's all I care. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're gonna get into our week three bookings so we got this week and then we got next week which is the pay-per-view so the total combined votes over the next two weeks four weeks total the other two shows the loser will be singing karaoke from the generated list of songs that we have which we may have to add some uh, might have to add a couple more on there I'll make one of you guys sing wow oh god wow. WAP. <laughs> WAP. It's just WAP, sir. All right, my WAP. Well, I'm calling it WAP. 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 Whatever. I'm not ghetto. <laughs> no. Oh, man. Or we can put up, was it uh, Trina's uh, My Neck, My Back? Is that was, Trina? Who was um, it? Oh, shit. If you wouldn't ask me, I could have told you. <laughs> uh, Trina was uh, ass too fat. Oh, was that ass too fat? Uh, um, shit. I could, yeah, if you would have asked me some other time, I... K- Kia. Yeah, Kaya. Kaya. K H I A. Kaya. Kaya. Yep. My pussy and my crack. That, <laughs> that song made me uh, start eating ass. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rock on. <laughs> Gotta love Carl. All right. So who wants to go first? It don't matter. <laughs> Uh, let's see who went first. Uh, last one. Um, I think Carl went. I think I went. 
I think I went first. I, I, went, first. I went first. I'll go first, first this I think, week. like, the week before last. I think. All right, I'll go first. Yeah. It's my week three. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Heat Wave. We've got a solid show lined up for you tonight. Uh, main event, we will see Mia Yim defend the TV, the television title against Deanna Perrazzo. We've also got a three-on-two handicap match as the beautiful people prepare for the Divas of Doom. They'll be taking on the team of Hamada and Kira Hogan. And we also have an action, Nyla Rose taking on Rosemary. So let's get to the ring for tonight's opening contest. So, match one, Nyla Rose with Mandy Rose at ringside, taking on Rosemary, who also has Allie in her corner. So, this match actually fails to start as Mandy and Nyla start beating down Demon Bunny. Um, officials finally gain control, and Rosemary is back to her feet, calls for a mic. And Rosemary goes on to say, We've been dealing with the two of you long enough, and it's time the two of you become the next sacrifice to appease the demons at witching hour the demon and the bunny quarter cordially invite you to join us at the monster's ball nyla and mandy kind of reluctantly look at each other and accept with a look of concern on their faces just completely says it all we get into our second match taya taking on mickey james taya picks up the win with the road to valhalla after dodging a mick kick uh, we got a three-on-two handicap match with Beautiful People taking on Hamada and Kira Hogan. Beautiful People Beautiful People pick up the win when Madison hits Hamada with the raindrop. And then Jordan Grace versus Asuka. Uh, Jordan Grace wins by DQ after Taya gets involved and attacks her. Uh, Sherry Martell hits the stage, Mike in hand. And says, since the two of you can't seem to stay away from each other, I have no other choice than to lock you, lock the two of you inside the steel cage at witching hour. But there will be no pinfalls or submissions. You must escape the cage to win. Good luck, ladies. And Sherry Mattel walks to the back. Main event time. The TV title is on the line as Mia Yim takes on Deanna Perrazzo. Casey Carlisle is on the commentary team. Uh, she will face Mia Yim in her final opportunity at Witching Hour. Uh, stipulation for that match, if Casey fails to win, she can no longer challenge Mia Yim for the title. Uh, so Mia Yim picks up the win against Diana as she hits Protect Your Neck. And then Casey and Mia have a stare down as the show comes to an end. Sounds good. I like it. And the stumble there, and it's all the good. I stumble all the way through mine, so you're good. <laughs> all right, want me to go next, Garrett? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So Saturday night special <laughs> coming at you live from a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, as always, uh, a limo pulls up. Who hops out of it tonight? Why, it's the boogeyman, and he's coming to get you, and some beer, uh, as he heads into the bar. Um, the opening match 
is the mystery man uh, from the Four Horsemen uh, versus Tommy Rich. Um, Eddie Gilbert tries to get involved, uh, but Ric Flair involves himself and it ends up in a brawl uh, leading to a disqualification. Uh, Jerry King Lawyer comes out and says only cowards wear masks. Uh, Flair says, tell you what, you want to take off the, the mask? Um, you got to give us a match uh, at Crossroads, the pay-per-view coming up. Uh, so we can see who the best faction in this business is. Uh, this business is. Uh, King says, don't uh, you uh got a title match tonight? Uh, what are you doing worried about uh, the Memphis Mafia? Uh, Rick Flair says, don't you worry about that. We got it all taken care of. Uh, uh, Jared King says, uh, you know what? You got your match. Uh, your match. Go ahead and tell him to take that mask off. Flair says, yeah, well, not tonight. Let's take off his mask at the pay-per-view once you guys show up for the match. Uh, and it goes to commercial. Come back from commercial. Miss Texas versus Marty Bell in a singles competition. Marty Bell picks up the win with a roll-up pin. Uh, Miss Texas has a ward wardrobe malfunction and her tip pops out. <laughs> Mid-roll-up. <laughs> Mid-roll-up. Uh, crowd goes, around, uh, goes wild. Uh, the next match on the night is uh, MJF being accompanied by... Eddie Guerrero taking on Cody Rhodes once again. Uh, and once again, um, Eddie Guerrero interferes on behalf of MJF by passing him a pair of uh, brass nuts and distracting the referee for MJF to pick up the win. Cody Rhodes is livid after the match and challenges Eddie Guerrero uh, for a match at uh, the upcoming Crossroads pay-per-view. Sorry, it's getting a little hard to read my own writing here. Alright, for the fourth match, uh, Sabu and Robin Dam are in the ring with Bill Alfonso. Uh, they are pissed about Jay Lethal uh, interfering uh, in their match uh, for the number one contendership for the Texan titles last week and challenge Jay Lethal to. A two-on-one handicap match. Jay Lethal says he'll agree, but only under the stipulations that it's a no-DQ match. Uh, that way he can be able to use weapons and stuff to, to fight off the two men since it's two-on-one. Uh, Sabu and RVD agree. Uh, it starts off as like a your normal handicap match. Uh, Sabu and RVD start to get the best of Jay Lethal, and uh, Cactus Jack and Terry Funk interfere on behalf of Jay Lethal and start beating up Sabu and RVD, letting Jay Lethal get the win. Uh, Bill Fonzo's upset, wants a match at uh, Crossroads, uh, says you got it. You got the match, but the only way we'll agree to it is at Crossroads. We want a barbed wire match. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. At Crossroads pay-per-view, we're getting a barbed wire tag team match. 
between Sabu, Rob Van Dam, and Terry Funk and Cactus Jack. Which leads us to our main event of the night. We have Tully and uh, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson taking on the Midnight Express. Uh, which is a classic tag team uh, match. And we see Tully and Arn Anderson picking up the win with a spot for on beautiful Bobby Eaton. As Jim Cornette gets distracted because someone is hitting on his wife at the bar. And that's the end of our our uh, our Saturday night for this week. Yeah, that's amazing. Very amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> well, it's a good thing Jim Cornette doesn't listen to our show. <laughs> <laughs> At least, as far as I know, I've gotten any emails. <laughs> what do you do if he's like one of our biggest listeners and he's like one of the guys <laughs> voting on the. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely voting. He's definitely voting for your show. <laughs> that is definitely for sure. That's some wrestling, wrestling right, right there. there. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. All right, Garrett, bring us all home. right. All right. Uh, money shot. Uh, <clears throat> you know, as always in the money shot stadium with Mr. Malo Ronaldo and Stu Bennett on commentary. Um, tonight we are going to have our semifinals of the money shot title tournament. And we're also going to have two number one contender matches. But it's time to get to the action. Our first match is Biggie versus Hangman Adam Page. This match is a ladder match. Um, Adam Page hits a buckshot Larry off the top of a ladder to pick up the win over Big E to advance on the tournament. Mercedes Martinez faces Kyrie Sane in a singles match. Martinez uses her air raid crash finisher for the win. Becky comes out and tells Martinez they have a rematch at... Halloween is the last woman standing match for the, her title. Uh, match three is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Carlito. It is decided that this match is a backstage brawl. Nakamura hits the Kinshasa on top of a car and then throws Carlito off the car and pins him on the cement for the one, two, three. They also announced that we are getting Rollins versus Naito at the pay-per-view their feud seems to be boiling and over at the pay-per-view it is going to be contested contested inside of a steel cage and both men shoot promos about how they're going to beat the shit out of one another my match four is a fatal four-way number one contender for the u.s title it sees keith lee versus edge versus shelton benjamin versus kota abushi uh, Keith Lee ends up hitting a spirit bomb on Abushi to pick up the win, and he will face Kenny Omega at the pay-per-view. And my main event of the night is the number one contender for the World Championship. It sees AJ Styles versus Adam Cole. Uh, great back-and-forth match. 
but Cole hits his Panama Sunrise into a super kick for the victory and will face Balor. Before the show closes, Shane announces that all the remaining matches that don't have steps will at the pay-per-view and will be announced then. And my show ends. Quick and simple. Cool. Easy peasy. I don't know. AJ Styles and Adam Cole is the main event. Pretty great. Yeah, that's pretty good. As uh, that is pretty good. So, all right, folks, the is in your hands. So, when you see the link, the uh, the vote go up, the poll go up. Go ahead and cast your vote for which show you think is the the better show this week. Uh, remember, uh, like we said at the beginning of the segment. Whoever has the least amount of votes after the four-week total will be singing some karaoke. So I'm kind of wondering if maybe after this month we should do it weekly. Oh, God. Weekly no. karaoke? That's just sad. No. Weekly karaoke. Please, no. <laughs> well, I don't know, though, because a lot of the times when we do it, though, like, we're typically tied except for, like, once or twice. So. Yeah. No. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll think about it. We'll we'll put a pin in it. You don't want to do a duet, Garrett? <laughs> Allen's in the stream. That is what we are celebrating. <laughs> Ebony. Oh, baby, there ain't no mountain high enough. Ain't nobody low enough. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for checking us out again this week. Um, giving a little bit of your time to us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. If you've got anything, questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at askwrestlegun at gmail.com. You can tweet us, you can DM us, all that fun stuff. Uh, once again, you follow us on Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D, Facebook.com, WrestleGettingPod with one D as well, and Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two Ds. Check out the website um, at WrestleGettingPodcast.wordpress.com for some cool blog articles that are up there. Um, and yeah, go to RedBubble.com slash people slash WrestleGettingPodcast to buy some cool shit. So. And that's uh, pretty much all I've got, and we're going to leave you with this week's theme of the week is my pick, and it's another none other than the Boogeyman. I'm the Boogeyman. And I'm coming with it. The worm-eating, the worm-eating, face-growth-eating, face, grow, face growth eating, <laughs> clock-breaking, creepy son of a bitch of the Boogeyman. Booker T still has nightmares. Booker T still has nightmares. nightmares. That's what make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, again, thank you all for checking this out. And we will talk to you guys next week. Later, Marks. Old night. That's what Biggie should change his name. Biggie old should change night. his name to the old night. What? Big East, since he's no longer a new, a new day. Oh my God! He'd be the old knight. 
<laughs> I knew it was stupid. I should have known. I should have known. <laughs>